We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TPFL. It is Sunday, or it's Sunday technically, but it's Monday's podcast, April 10th. We got a nice little eight-game MLB slate for today. Joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06, Will Priester. Will, what's happening, my friend? I'm good, brother. It's MLB season, man. We're gonna, I'm going to just keep enjoying it. My favorite time of year, obviously. Um, so being able to come on and, and talk baseball uh, to everyone that listens and supports the pod, I, I, I'm excited, man. Want to want to help as many people as we can get better, and uh, this podcast is is definitely a way to to do that. So um, I I know uh, you were coming up on a milestone. I think did we hit it last week? I think did you we did yeah seven years yeah. So we got a giveaway. We have a giveaway to do today. Like yeah, live with everybody. I got. I got the hat. My wife kindly cut up all the comments. I don't know if you can see it. There's a bunch in there. Um, so we got we got a little giveaway. We'll do that here in a few minutes. Um, before we get into anything, first of all, happy Easter, everyone hanging out with us in YouTube chat. Also, I just want to say thank you. Like we're, I, I my goal was to get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube by the end of the year, and we like doubled in a week. So I just want to say thank you. I'm really glad that you guys are enjoying the MLB podcast um i love baseball i'm sure it shows um on the shows and all my all my co-hosts everyone that comes on does a great job will included so thank you all for helping us grow the channel um listen i'm not into all that jumbo stuff or whatever i just i do what the company asks and i just appreciate everyone um for helping us grow it so we started the live show on YouTube because we kept getting feedback that people wanted us to do the live show. And I'm glad that, you know, we're kind of doing it and everyone's kind of helping us out. So I appreciate everyone. And I hope you had a fantastic Easter. Um, the race just finished. The masters happened. There was a lot going on this weekend in sports. Um, NBA wrapped up. NBA wrapped up with teammates fighting each other and, you know, guys punching the wall. And I mean, it's just, it's been one of those, uh, been one of those weekends for sure. Absolutely. Wild, wild times. Wild times. Yeah, I mean, wild times indeed. So, Will, before we get into the slate, um, I do have a rant, and we're going to get into that in just a second. But let's do this giveaway, man. Let's do this giveaway. We're going to – I'm going to randomly – so it's up here. Randomly pick out a name. Um, if I pull your name here, then you're going to reach out to me. Oh, it's like sticking. Oh, there are two of them sticking together. Oh, there it is. All right, we got – we got a name here, Jamie Markham. Jamie Markham. If you're Jamie Markham on YouTube, message me on Twitter. You've won a free year subscription to the Roto-Grinders Premium. So message me on Twitter. Um, I will ask you to verify that's your actual YouTube. But um, I think it's 
it was like Jamie and Jessica or something, Markham. So I think it was a two-part name, and I just wrote down one because I was limited for space. But anyway, let's get into it. Um, Will, I got a rant. <laughs> I got a rant. I, I have okay. a rant. I'm in a good mood. Um, crushed the NASCAR slate. Absolutely crushed the NASCAR slate. In a very good mood. Um, what are we doing with baseball? Like, I get that, like, we need to start games a little earlier for families that have kids in school and all that stuff. And I get that. And I get that we need to start games earlier for that. But why, <laughs> why is FanDuel and DraftKings not, not starting slates 20 or 30 minutes earlier to include these games? We're missing out on some awesome baseball games on these slates. It is. Oh man, it is, and just like really quick um, to show where. Oh, oh, there it is. Uh, that is the name that I pulled. Um, not rigging it. I don't. I'm I'm happy for whoever won, but like we're missing out on fantastic. We're gonna miss out on so many Reds games because they started like six forty. We're missing oh out gosh. on like a Red Sox Rays series that's you know starting early, like. How do you feel? I, I mean, I like eight game slates. I like like eight to 12 is I think really solid for baseball. Really six to 12, I think is really solid for baseball, but we're missing out on, we're missing out on some good stuff. Yeah. And we, we will get the reds on this one because they're playing in Atlanta, but generally speaking, like for instance, and I, I so let, let me ask you a question. I'm with you. Like there's a big difference between a four o'clock game and a six o'clock game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying for, for slate purposes, definitely a big difference between a 1 o'clock game and a 10 o'clock game. So why can't we just – why can't the 6 o'clock games now be included in all the slates? And I know that's what you're saying, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. Most of the lineups are going to be out anyway, if not all of them. Just include them in there, man. Because – and here's – it might not be as important now, Stevie, but come – May, June, July, when the ball's flying at the Great oh, American no. Small at the Great American Small Park, we don't want to have a showdown slate for the Reds. We want them on the main slate. I know. I want to play these <laughs> games, man. I don't yeah. want to play these like little small tournament turbo slates. I want to play these slates, man. I want more games the better. Like, give me more pitching and stuff. Like, more games the better, man. I just, I don't know. That that's my rant. Um, Again, I'm in a good mood, man. This back-to-back weeks, I've had really close calls in NASCAR to like taking down big money. Um, I think it's going to end up being like a, a 5K week for me. So I'm super happy about that. Uh, I'm in a good mood. It's Easter. Spent the morning with my family. Spent the afternoon with Dean on XM hanging out. <laughs> so yeah. I, listen, I, I spent the afternoon with my RG family, Dean and Will. So um, again, let's let's get into this slate. A lot to break down here. A lot to talk about. Eight games, but I mean, there's some interesting games when it comes to this slate. Um, I've already talked about the slate a little bit on XM, so I have an idea of where I want to go already. Will so, without further ado, my friend, let's uh, let's jump into it. We're going to start with San Diego at New York, facing the Mets. You Darvish and Max Scherzer right off the bat. Um, this game is in New York. Scherzer struggled a little bit to start the season. Any interest here in you, Darvish? Uh, not really. Um, the price is appealing. Don't get me wrong, at eighty four hundred. But I think I've got some other guys that are cheaper. And I just like more Stevie. Um, and you know, there's one guy up top that's my favorite, which may not be everybody's favorite by the time this slate is ready to roll. So I'm not crazy into you, Darvish, against a Mets team. That you know, generally speaking, isn't really striking out uh, against right-handed pitching in general. So I, I'm, I'm not enthused about this spot for for you, Darvish. Yeah, I mean, you, Darvish, is someone that struggled a little bit um, in the World Baseball Classic with velocity and command a little bit. So I mean, we kind of saw that in the Arizona start: four walks, three strikeouts. Um, I don't think this is the spot. The Mets are a team that doesn't strike out in general, like a lot anyway. So, I mean, that is another aspect of like ceiling. Um, we have some ceiling pitchers on this slate. This game has a seven and a half total. The Mets are a slight favorite at 136, which shows around the hill. But 
I think that overall, this is a spot where um, I just don't love it. And then, I mean, Scherzer on the other side of this game, I mean, he is definitely struggling with the long ball to start the season. And what, what's crazy about that is like it was against Milwaukee and Miami. Um, he's allowed four home runs in his first two starts. And I think two of those against Milwaukee were back to back. Um, talk to me here about Max Scherzer. Went full blown rookie mode. Muted. Listen, I, I wasn't myself. even going to point it out because I realized you, <laughs> I saw you realize it and I was just going to let it go. I was just going to let it go. But you brought it up this time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, so what I was saying was I, I, I don't have a problem with Scherzer on this slate. Um, I do still think this is a tough matchup for him. I'm not going to write Max Scherzer off like in any way until he just gives me, a, I mean, a serious strain of bad performances or unless I can find something in the stat cast data that suggests we've got velocity issues or, you know, and I, maybe I'll look on baseball Savannah and see if we've got some location issues, but I'm going to investigate Max Scherzer before I write him off. Because, Stevie, in any matchup, he could go out and get eight strikeouts. And, you know, he could have just had some cobwebs coming into the season, even though he had gone 100 pitches in spring training. But um, so I'm not writing him off. I like Scherzer. Um, I feel like this is a spot where he could get lower ownership because I do like a guy a little bit better than him. If he ends up in this weird low ownership position, though, Stevie, even though I like a pitcher better than him, I'm probably going to get more exposure to Scherzer, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think it makes sense. We have two other like top end pitchers that we'll talk about today as well, Castillo, um, Nurius. So I mean, we have to like also like consider that um, on the slate. So I like the Padres lineup. Depending on the lineup that they roll out there, we'll have some strikeouts with like a few power bats. Um, this lineup is going to get healthier. Um, we're going to see Bogarts potentially play better this year too. Kind of had a down year last year. So, I mean, I think it's a boom-bust spot. I think the ballpark helps me want to have interest in him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Scherzer's on the list today. For sure, he has to be. Um, he's Mad Max, man. This guy is he's big, big-time capable of big games. Um, going to the bats in this one, any interest here in the San Diego bats? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again? See, I wasn't going to point out the first time, but this time I got yeah. you. I got I to gotta yeah. do it this time. Yeah, listen, I've had a long day, too. I was up since, like, 4.30 a.m. today, so just... I was still working, then. <laughs> well, I, I didn't take any naps, no breaks. Anyway, uh, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really want to play any San Diego bats today. I, sometimes I will one-off a couple bats, and so in terms of stacking, I'm not... I, I don't mind, like, one-off a Soto, one-off a Machado, something like that. Um, because you know, Matt can give up some home runs, so I get that those guys aren't cheap though. Uh, but I don't, I don't hate that. But I'm not stacking the Padres by any sense of the word. I'm targeting some power. I mean, Cronenworth, he's 4,400. You play him at second base is some power, but I mean, this ballpark's not the best. Um, yeah. and, and like you're paying full price for like Soto, Machado, Bogarts. So I'm with you. I don't think I stack here against Max. Uh, I think there's there's going to be spots that we're going to talk about that have plenty of like stack ability today. 
Um, you Darvish on the other side, you know, kind of looking at this Mets lineup, you uh, Darvish, when he has struggled, has just kind of been like fly balls and not striking out people and like struggling with command from time to time. I don't know. Like I, I definitely like Pete Alonso is on the top list of being able to punish someone um, by, by, I mean, he's what is he tied for first in home runs to, to start the season so far? Probably. So like he's, close. he's at the top, he's at the top as far as like, being able to punish someone. Um, is there anybody else outside of Alonzo that you like here for the Mets? So, Stevie, I, I, I do think I'm going to roll out some Mets stats just for the same reason I've been attacking um, uh, Flaherty and Lynn and all these other like pitchers that have had strikeout ability in the past, but they've been having control issues recently. So I, I, I'm going to, but I'm not, that's not going to be my top stack of the day, but I am going to stack the mess because if Darvish is having some issues, I want to be able to take advantage of that. I don't think the Mets are going to be a team we completely target on this late. So uh, I just want to get some exposure in the off chance that you is like really struggling here, which we've seen him go through struggle, struggling patches before. We'll note Marte left um, Sunday's game with a neck strain. We'll see if he's back in the lineup or not probably too early to tell uh but if he's at a lineup the lineup obviously gets a little bit weaker uh one of their above average hitters so i mean overall um i don't i don't know it's tough man because the mets don't strike out but they also don't have a ton of power and if Marte's at a lineup the power obviously goes down a little bit so maybe it's just alonzo one-off but how often are you going to one-off an expensive first baseman so might just be one of those spots where I I hope like both pitchers don't crush or you know the offenses don't go bonkers type of thing. So um it's an interesting game. It's an interesting game to start for sure. All right, moving on. We are going to Atlanta, Cincinnati at Atlanta. No total in this game. Um it is expected to be Ashcraft against Elder. I don't know why there's no total, but there's not um, from what I could see. Going to Graham Ashcraft first here, pitching for Cincinnati against Atlanta. Ashcraft looked good in his first outing of the year against Pittsburgh. Um, six strikeouts, one home run, one walk. Threw 95 pitches in that game, put up 26 fantasy points. Um, any interest here going up against your Braves? Uh, nope. I, I'm going to take a – I think we'll have spots to play Ashcraft, you know, but I don't, I don't think this is the spot. Yeah, I mean, 15% K rate last year really struggled with right-handed power bats. And if you think about Atlanta, Acuna, Riley, the catchers, Ozuna, like they're all right-handed power bats. So I think if he is like if he's gonna come back to the lower strikeout rate that we saw almost all of last year, and we almost had like it was like really close to 500 um plate appearances for him. So I think if he's gonna continue to struggle with right-handed power this is going to be a spot he's really going to struggle, especially with it being in Atlanta. You know, we're, we're looking at an Atlanta weather where it's going to be like in the mid sixties, um, you know, where there's still going to be plenty of games in the fifties. So I think this is a spot I'm going to stay away from Ashcraft. Um, and then Bryce Elder on the other side of this game, he's coming off of a, a stellar game against the Cardinals, which I mean, I stacked against him. I'm not going to sit here and say that I didn't. Um, I full on blown stacked against him because I mean, this is a guy that does not have big strikeout stuff. Um, he proved me wrong. <laughs> um, any interest here in Bryce Elder going up against Cincinnati? Uh, Stevie, uh, as, as a fan here, I'm I'm not thrilled about rostering Bryce Elder. Um, you know, every pitcher, in my opinion, is going to have some some starts throughout the year where they just kind of really, you know, get rolling. Now. He did have a 21% K rate last year, so I'm not it, – it, it's not like he doesn't have any, any type of strikeout ability. Um, but I don't, I don't know if it's worth it on this particular slate where I can get some stud pitchers and not have to go all the way down. I think – so I think, like, he is someone who's on the list today, depending on the Cincinnati lineup. Um, I mean, they, they roll out a lineup every once in a while that have like three to six guys over 25% Ks against right-handed pitching. So I think you just, I mean, Bryce Elder is just someone I think you're going to wait and see 
what the lineup looks like and just kind of go from there. I, I mean, he's not a huge strikeout guy, but if he's going to get a lineup that has five or six guys with 25% K rate, he's 6,600 and he threw 79 pitches. If you think he's going to throw two, 12 extra pitches than what he did last time, or dude, honestly, give me six clean innings again at, at 6,600. <laughs> uh, like, I don't even care if he gets the extra 12 pitches. So I, I think he's on my list to see because I mean we have we have like three or four guys today under 8k that are all question marks they're all question marks and I think he's just one of those guys on that same list so uh and like honestly the Cincinnati lineup's not great you know they have a couple guys that we'll talk about here in a second like we could take some shots on like Friddle Fraley um Vossler type of plays but outside of that I mean maybe a Cincinnati three-man stack. That's kind of what I was on on XM is like a three-man Cincinnati stack here. Yeah, I get it. I get it for sure. Um, I I don't I don't know how much I'm going to stack Cincinnati in terms of full stacks, but I'm with you. Two three-man is probably the way to go here for sure. I don't think I five-man stack them. No. Even if no. I don't end up on Elder a lot, I, I don't think I five-man stack them. I can say with certainty that I have interest in an Atlanta five-man stack. Um, I think Ashcraft, like I said, he was kind of reverse splits last year. 379 Woba, 200 ISO, 13% Ks, and 47% hard hits to righties. I like Acuna, Riley, whoever catches. I mean, both of the catchers are good. Uh, What are your thoughts here when it comes to the Atlanta bets? Yeah, definitely like Atlanta. I do know um, that Ashcraft. I think um, I think he added another. He either added a different pitch to his arsenal, or he switched his grip. I, I've got to go back and reread that. What whatever happened, but I, I know he did pick up some velocity over the um, over spring training versus last year. We're going to see if that materializes into real strikeout ability. Um, you know, historically, you know, for at least with the data we had, Ashcraft's mostly a cutter guy. So, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see how that how that shakes out for the Atlanta guys. They just, like you said, they've got right-handed power bats, and I'm, I'm still with the way Greg Olson's kind of start the season. Not Greg Olson, Maddox. Geez, but the way he started the season, I, I'm really not afraid to to play any of these bats. I mean, this this should be. Um, a really, really, really good game on the slate, and so I, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty excited about getting exposure to the Braves. You know, when you're looking at the cutter, none of them are hitting the cutter fantastically well, but once again, the, the usual culprit, Matt Olson, 316 ISO, Acuna, 207 ISO, Eddie Rosario, 667 ISO, which he might, he might end up being pretty sneaky, Stevie. Um, for your brave sexes, he's not really but uh hitting up at the top, and the same thing for Marcelo Zuna, he's got a 684 ISO, um, against the cutter as well. So, um, you know, and, and a lot of these guys actually don't have high ground ball rates, which actually speaks pretty well. They're probably hitting frozen ropes or fly ball outs, but I the, the brave should have a field day if he's going to just sit there and throw cutters to guys. Where we've got one, two, three, we've got we've got five bats above a two hundred ISO. I like this team a bunch today. All right, um, we're cruising along, Will. That's what we do, right? We cru- we cruise along. We got Seattle at Chicago taking on the Cubbies eight total, which definitely suggests that like we might not have to deal with wind, which is good because I don't want to deal with wind in this game. Yeah. Seattle's a 146 favorite. Luis Castilla, Drew Smiley, and Will. The reason I don't want to deal with wind in this game is because I really want to play Luis Castillo against the Cubs. Uh, what are your yes. thoughts on him today? That, that yeah, I mean, this is this is the spot I think, Stevie, where you know we're trying to decide. Hey, is Castillo worth the cost of admission to maybe fade Matt Scherzer in some spots? And I, I think the answer is yes. At 9600. I got, you know, facing one of the highest strikeout teams in the slate. I don't have to sell you on Luis Castillo. The strikeout should be there. Let's just get through six innings and not give up four runs. I think we're good. Yeah, I think this is the the strikeout upside is what I'm so like. So like most of these guys are going to have pretty high strikeout rates um, for Chicago. So I think 
kind of just looking at this, like you're really just kind of hoping that like maybe one or two guys like Hap and Bellinger are don't end your day really early with Castillo. Cause I, I think that this is just a spot that Castillo goes out and uses that strikeout rate to dominate these righties. So I'm just a little concerned about like a couple of these power lefties. And I don't even know if we want to consider like Ian Hap a power lefty, but he's a good hitting lefty. I mean, we got to respect where respect is due for sure. Uh, the other side of this game, we got Drew Smiley pitching for the Cubs. Did not look good in his first start of the season. I mean, really, like dating back to last year, Drew Smiley, 5x FIP, 20% Ks. I mean, below average strikeout rate. And I think this has to be a spot we might target him uh, against him. Do you have any interest in playing Smiley? No. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I just I kind of talked about why, like in passing really fast, but a lot of hard hits, a lot of fly balls, um, very limited strikeouts, throw strikes. I mean, that's kind of why he's still pitching in the bigs is he throws strikes consistently. There's too much power in this lineup, though. We got Rodriguez, France, Suarez, Riley, Teoscar Hernandez, AJ Pollock should bat here against the lefty like Seattle. Definitely one of my favorite stacks on the slate today. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, no reason to not get involved with this team. Um, it, it it should be a really, really, really big day. Now, you know, they've struck out against left-handed batters. Like they've got some guys that, you know, the K rates are up there for left-handed batters, Stevie. But I still, I, I think we should have a good time. Uh, Rodriguez two hundred ISO, Suarez two sixty-nine ISO, Cal Rowley two twelve ISO. Uh, her, Teoscar Hernandez, 363 ISO, Pollock, 333 ISO. None of these guys, a lot of, or most of them, um, have some walkability outside of France, Kalinic, and po- France, Kalinic, Pollock. Looks like Teoscar, but um, I, I think there's enough here to get you a nice stack going against Mr. Smiley. I, I like this team a lot. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I, I think there's enough here, like you said. I think there's enough here to have some big time like interest in Seattle. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that this spot is at the end of the day, the spot is just fantastic. So, um, Darno hit the seven day DL according to um, Aaron in YouTube chat. Thank you, Aaron. Um, so, I, I mean, not that that honestly, not that that matters too much um, when it comes to. Atlanta's catching situation. Murphy is a guy that has um, plenty of upside power wise. So assuming that he catches. All right. Um, any, Oh, any interest in the Cubs bats? I almost forgot. The Cubs. No, no. On purpose. Maybe it was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not I was doing it. I was doing it on purpose in my head. And um, yeah. So. All right, Kansas City at Texas. We got a nine total in this one. The Rangers, a 166 favorite. Granky against my boy Andrew Heaney. We'll go with Zach Granky first. Dude, oh, yeah. Zach Granky, four strikeouts in both of his first two starts this season. What's going on with Zach Granky? He's feeling it. Um, all joking aside, any interest here in uh, Granky going up against no. Texas? No, I'm, I'm not being fooled by this madness. Like <laughs> him, him, and him, and uh. And uh geez, what's the guy that pitches for uh for Seattle? Um with these low K rates. My goodness. I can't I think I can't think of who you're talking right. about. But anyway, no, Martin Perez no. pitches for Texas. Yeah. Gonzalez, Marco Gonzalez. Uh, Mar- we were thinking the same, the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Marco Gonzalez, Zach Bricky, I'm not letting these people fool me with these 80 mile per hour fastballs. They're going to start getting hit. So I'm not I'm not buying this Zach Greinke suddenly. I mean, I'm saying that because he's not going like 100 pitches, Steve. You know, he's going like around 80 both games. I, I'm, I'm just not being fooled by this. So I don't care if Zach Greinke throws 10 strikeouts this game. I'm going to continue to pick on it. Yeah, I mean, he, he really kind of showed us a ceiling last time out. Um, 77 pitches, four strikeouts, six innings, one earned run, 14.7 fantasy points. I mean, I think that's a that's a, uh, uh, like I'm not even I, I'm somewhat joking, but I'm not somewhat joking. I think that 
that is really close to like his upside. Like that is really close to like peak cranky. If he wins that game, he gets 18.7. So we're talking about a guy with a ceiling of maybe 20. Um, even at this price, I don't think I, I want to test the ceiling um, here. Andrew and that's Haney, his absolute best scenario. Like that's best his scenario. best scenario. Heaney struggled big time first time out against Baltimore. Absolutely shelled in that game. Any interest here in Andrew Heaney? Um, I don't. I don't hate it against Kansas City. Like I, I think people are going to be down on him for that last start. But you know, Kansas City, they've had some strikeouts in their lineup in their own right, Stevie. Like so, I, I think I'm willing to go back to the well on Heaney considering the fact that they uh, – like this team can strike out. Again, against left-handed batters, they've got one, two, three, four. He's going to he's gonna see if the projected lineup or the lineup that's pretty close to what they see every day, if, if they're playing that same lineup, he's going to have five bats well above 20K, 20 per, a 20% K rate. I, I'm going back to the well here at that price. And if he gets blown up, he gets blown up. I think the only thing that really concerns me is – can he get the 90 pitches? I, I don't know if he makes it, but I'm not scared of Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, so his velocity was down about two miles an hour in his first start against Baltimore, which is, I mean, that's somewhat concerning, especially on like a guy like Andrew Heaney's like big strikeout thing is throwing like a hard slider. Like he averages like 85 miles an hour. He averaged 81 miles an hour. So he was down two miles an hour on his fastball, four mile an hour on his slider. That's concerning. He got a little unlucky. He had like a 455 BABIP in that game against Baltimore. So he got a little unlucky in that game. Um, I played a lot of him in that start. I mean, I this is really just going to, for me, it's going to come down to ownership. Like, what's his ownership looking like here? As much as I want to say, like, you can pick on Kansas City, the top half of this lineup against lefties is actually pretty solid. Witt, Perez, um, guys that hit lefties really well. Assuming that, like, Assuming that they roll out um, Alaris and was it Eaton? Is he still up with the big league club? Like he had decent numbers against lefties. So I want to see what the lineup looks like. I really want to see what the ownership. If people are going to be off of Heaney, yeah, his strikeout ceiling is too high um, not to have interest in him. So as far as Kansas City bats, any interest here in Kansas City? Uh, I don't really have too much interest, Stevie. I, I will say though. Like when I'm this early in the season, if I if I've got a read on something, I'll take some stands. So like you know, Stevie, with you're saying his velocity being down. It, listen, four miles an hour is a slide on his slider is a big deal like, to me to me as well, um, because now he's becoming more hittable. And if you think he hasn't figured it out, now is the time to target him because you, if, if once he figures it out. You don't, you don't get this chance again. So I, I don't hate a, a few Kansas City bats here if if you're of the notion that you think he's got some 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 problems in his pitching arsenal this season. I, I don't think I want to play Kansas City, but armed with the information that we have, if you decide to go that route, like I, I still think that's a wise choice. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if his velocity is going to be an issue and he is going to struggle, then I think you need to have some interest. And yeah. the good thing about like playing some of these guys, like Wit and some of the guys that they have on this team, they'll run. Uh, so like you get jack in the bag type of upside here from these guys. And if Heaney gets knocked out early, um, you know, the Texas bullpen actually projects to kind of be bad. So it's way, way too early in the season to be like, projections are right or wrong when it comes to bullpens but they project to be a pretty bad bullpen so um i could see if probably a secondary type of stack for kansas city just getting some of these good right-handed hitters at the top of the order and if if heaney's struggling hope that those are the guys that take advantage of it uh but i wouldn't be like opposed to like a 4-4 type of stack with kansas city either um if you're thinking along those same type of lines here um Bats on the other side, Texas against Granky. Any interest here in the Texas bats against Granky? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I'm just I'm going to keep stacking against Granky until the cows come home. Um, I'm not I'm not missing any opportunities for the games that he's going to get destroyed. So 
I mean, Stevie, the thing about it is what I'm looking at is it's the hits, Stevie. He's, he's, he's still giving up hits. He, the runs just aren't there. If he keeps giving up seven hits a game, runs will follow. So I, I, I'm in on attacking Grinky. Yeah, I mean, I this is another one of those scenarios where there's plenty of upside here. Um, Simeon, Seager, Low, Garcia, Jung has power. So, I mean, this whole game, this game as a whole, there, there's a lot of potential runs in this game. We kind of see that with the total being nine in Texas. Like, mm-hmm. this is a this could potentially be like a sneaky game because I mean, the next game we're going to talk about is not going to be sneaky whatsoever. So, um, I think this could be a sneaky spot for sure. All right, Will, we move on to that not-so-sneaky spot. It's Coors Field. We got St. Louis visiting Colorado, um, the Rockies, that is. Mats and Marquez, 11 total in this game. The Cardinals a 140 favorite. It is expected to be 75 degrees in Coors Field with St. Louis there. Um, pitchers first, any interest here in Mats? Uh, no. kind of where i'm at too um i think there's enough pitching on this slate matt struggles with some home runs and it's going to be hot in cores or warmer in cores i don't know if i want to say the word hot um (laughs) it's warmer 75 warmer um listen like the rockies are down some of their good right-handed power bats like crone is dealing with an illness we'll see if he's back in the lineup uh gritchick and rogers are both on the il right now so they're not in the lineup so it's not like as good of a lineup against left-handed pitching as it potentially will be. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't really have a ton of interest in Matt's Marquez on the other side, any interest in him? I mean, I don't, I don't think I want to Stevie. Um, th- there will be, and I think you talked about this. There'll, there will be some shots for me to take Marquez. I don't think I'm going to do it against St. Louis, St. Louis coming to town. Yeah. I mean, I took some shots on him last time out against the Dodgers. Did not work out well. Um, tough matchup here. Like the Cardinals are one of the best offenses in baseball. So this is a this is a really tough matchup. All right. A lot of people in chat, um, YouTube saying like fade cores, fade cores. This is a five to two game. Um, talk to me here about the bats for St. Louis, Will. Um you are on team not playing cores, so I'm really interested to know what are your thoughts here on these St. Uh, Louis bats. Well, you know what I'm doing is nothing's changed. I, I'm I'm full blown fading cores yet again. Um, and and I I so the thing is, I understand the risk of it, right? Now, for what it's worth, when you've got normal pricing on cores and they've got like super bad pitchers out there, like I get it. Um, and these pitchers aren't like the top of the line that they're facing, but they're not the worst either. I feel like Matt's and Marquez are right in line with being right in the middle of the road for this spot. Um, I think if we saw Matt's go out and pitch five innings, five strikeouts and give up a run and stay pretty clean, we wouldn't be surprised. If we saw Marquez go seven innings, give up three runs and pick up six strikeouts, I think we also wouldn't be surprised at that. So uh, I think these pitchers can limit the damage enough in general. So I, you know, I'm going to stick with my theme of fading cores um, and see if I can get, get all the offenses elsewhere. But that's, that's something personal that I do obviously for various reasons, but I'm never going to tell anyone to not play cores, but I will tell you that in general and to, and especially today, I'm, I'm for sure fading. See, I mean, that all sounds fantastic, right? At the end of the day, it all sounds fantastic, but the realist in me is, this lineup is really good, and and DraftKings at least I haven't looked at FanDuel yet. Um, again, I know that we have a lot of people that play FanDuel as well. This is a first look. Um, it's more of the players than it is the pricing on sites. But I do want to mention, at least on DraftKings, they did not price these guys up. Walker <laughs> is three K. Burleson is twenty nine hundred. Gorman is thirty four hundred. Drop the ball. They did not price these guys up at all. Um, Inters were so, working. Yeah. So while like I'm all for like being underweight most times, I think this is a spot where the Cardinals are in a fantastic spot against Marquez in this bullpen. Um, you know they're not going to bring in a lot of left-handed arms. They only have two of them, I think, in the bullpen. Um, so I mean, just I, I think this is a spot you take some shots on the Cardinals. Um, I think it's a good spot. 
Yeah. Rockies only got us oh. completely priced up as Goldschmidt. Everybody else is like very reasonable. Yeah, I mean, and if you want to make your St. Louis stack different, just don't play Goldschmidt. <laughs> you fade the best hitter in the lineup. <laughs> I mean, it's not the craziest thing, but I mean, obviously, like I just said, you're fading the best hitter in the lineup. Um, so, all right, Colorado side here. I want. I mean, if Crone is back in the lineup, I have a lot of interest in Crone. Um, for sure, have a lot of interest in Bryant. Like this is like a really good matchup for Bryant. Um, so I have a lot of interest in those two guys. I don't know if I full stack here. Profar. I mean, I want Profar to have a better season. He's under four K. Um, Montero is someone at thirty one hundred who, in a small sample size, has hit left handed pitching with a lot of power. So I mean, there's definitely some bats here. The right handed power bats are the guys that I want. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Stevie. I mean, when I look over this lineup, you talked about Chrome. What happens if he misses? Um, you know, which I, I, I'm hoping he plays. It's definitely going to make the lineup better. Um, that'll probably keep a lot more people on that side of the game as well. Um, but I'm, I'm not thrilled about the Coors guys in any stretch of the word. Well, what I will say, though, Stevie, is this. In terms of Coors from a game theory perspective, I feel like more people will probably have St. Louis stack than Colorado, for what it's worth. Yep. So I agree. I, I, if you're going to play a part of this game, I definitely think getting a robust amount of Colorado exposure in, in let's call it an opposition of the St. Louis exposure, could work well. Or you can just stack the whole game, and, and if you think it really shoots out, and and just dare the field to really just beat this game. There is, I mean, yeah, I with you. I think the Rockies side is definitely going to be lower owned. Um, we're about to talk about a spot that I love today. I love this spot that we're about to talk about. Oh, I, I already know. Washington at LA taking on the Angels. Nine and a half total in this game. The Angels are a 240 favorite. Patrick Corbin, Jose Suarez. Any interest here in Patrick Corbin? No. That's a big pass for me. You're gonna. I'm about to tell you why in a second. Um, let's get through these pitchers first. The other side of this game, we got Suarez going up against Washington. Any interest in him in this spot? I, I don't think so, Stevie. Like he's a he's not. He's another one of these serviceable pitchers where I don't think I completely need him today at 6900. And because I, I've got 7K pitchers that I would play above him, um, the, of course Castillo. So I don't, I don't see where my where it's going to benefit me to play him at all. So I'm, he gets he's just going to sit on the shelf. I kind of like him, Will. Um, it really like it goes back to that the conversation we were having, um, whether or not like. I want to play Elder, or if I want to play Suarez, if I want to play Heaney, we're going to talk about Zach Gollin in a minute, and Logan Webb is in this range. So, like, there's, like, there's four or five guys in this range that I'm kind of deciding on, like, who I want to narrow it down. Washington's not a good team. You know, I we keep talking about this. You're going to – it's going to be a broken record for me, like, talking about it. Oh, you don't have to sell me. You don't have to sell Uh, me. So, I mean, Washington's just not a good team, and Jose – Suarez is a guy that has pretty decent stuff. 23% Ks against righties. He just struggles against power righties. They don't have any. They have a couple. Okay, they don't have like household names. They they have Stone Garrett, who in a small sample size has shown some power against lefties. And they have Manessis, who in small sample size has shown power against lefties. So I won't say they don't have any, but two, there's plenty of strikeouts. I think there's only two hitters in this lineup with strikeout rates under 15% or under 20% against left-handed pitching. So Suarez should be pitching with a lead here. I could see him going out and having six clean innings in this game. Um, I mean, much better matchup than his first start against Seattle. Um, bats. We got some bats. Any interest in the Washington bats here? Uh, no. I don't want to play Suarez, but I want to play Washington either. <laughs> I, could, I could play Stone Garrett hitting, like assuming that he hits like fourth or fifth here. At thirty one hundred, um, I don't mind that price. He's he's off to a good start. He's definitely shown that he's going to potentially be a 
a good platoon hitter. Um, so I don't mind the price tag if you need like a cheap one-off. And then the LA side will probably my favorite stack on the entire slate. I love this spot for the angels. Corbin is one of my favorite pitchers in baseball to target. He struggles with power righties. Well, guess what? That is not what you want to do against the angels because they are absolutely loaded with power righties. Trout, Rendon, Renfro, Dury, Ohapi, like Ragnifo, like absolutely loading up on the Angels today. If the Angels are having a good game while we're recording the podcast tomorrow night, you know I'm going to be happy because I love this spot for the Angels today. Yeah, for sure. I love this spot too. I feel like they're going to be the darling team that starts to pick up all the ownership. Um, perhaps Coors keeps it away. But look, Atlanta too, though. I think Atlanta. Yeah, I like. Yep. Seattle, like, there's other teams. I think there's enough, and this is a 9:30 game. We typically see like later games have lower ownership. So my initial thought was with you. I was like, oh man, they might get some ownership here, but they're not also like they're not that cheap either, which is nice. I, I actually yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Well, I I will say the cheap piece, man. Rendon is 3,900, and then like you can probably build with one of Trout or Otani or both if you go up at pitcher and down at, at the other one. You can probably get a full stack in or, or most of the pieces you want. All in all, man, I, I, I like the Angels big time. I like this spot a lot. Um, yeah. Definitely going to be stacking the Angels today. Definitely going to be stacking the Angels today. All right. Man, this is fun. I'm so – like, I love baseball season. I'm so happy it's back. Um Thanks, YouTube, for hanging out. Got some good conversations going over in YouTube chat. Thanks for hanging out. All right, Brewers, Diamondbacks, eight and a half total in this game. We got the Diamondbacks, a 142 favorite. Uh, Miley against Gollin. We'll go with the visiting pitcher first. Any interest here in Wade Miley? I don't. So, Steve, I, I like Wade Miley in terms of what he's done to try to keep his career going. But I I don't think I like him against Milwaukee. I know Milwaukee struggled against left-handed pitching, but I just I, – I don't want to play him today. Yeah, and, and just – I mean, you know, we talk about weather, and we've seen a lot of home runs hit in Arizona to start the season. We don't have the roof situation yet. But it's been open every single home game so far this season. So I would assume that we're going to – it is going to be 96 in Arizona tomorrow, so maybe they don't open it. Um, but, man, if it's open, <laughs> I really don't want to play Wade oh, Miley boy. in this game. Um, so, I mean, this would – if the roof is open and you can go – here, I'm going to I'm gonna drop it. I'm going to drop it in YouTube chat. You can go to that link and it will show you um, – they typically have it. And you can see like if the roof is open or not. But that'll be updated hopefully tomorrow um, afternoon, and you'll be able to check it. But um, definitely want to know if the roof is open or not. But yeah, I mean, I think Wade Miley is okay. He's just not a huge strikeout guy. And like Arizona leads the league so far in stolen bases through the first couple weeks of the season here. Yeah. So that I mean, they're running really to be on his side. Yeah, they're running, and I mean, they have enough righties here with Walker, Longoria, um, missing some, Marte. Um, so I don't think this is the spot for Miley. I don't. Um, Zach Gollin is someone that is super interesting here because, I mean, the velocity has been down a little bit to start the season. He really hasn't pitched well. He's cheap. He's 7,100. Um, any interest in Zach Gollin here? So, Stevie, I'm on the fence with Zach because I feel like the talent hasn't caught up yet this season. And so, I, you know, facing Milwaukee, they're not some juggernaut offense. Good, not great. Um, I, I think Zach Gallon's in play. When you look on the books, well, his K-prop's probably going to be five and a half. And so I, you know, when, when I'm thinking about a picture, a pitcher picking up six strikeouts that's over half the way home for me in terms of tournaments for them to get to um and they may be even more all the way home um in terms of picking up strikeouts so i 
I think I'm going to play Gallon because he's 7,100. I believe in the skills. Yeah. Um. Again, like, so I want to play. At the end of the day, I want to play Castillo. Um, assuming that the wind's not going to be a factor oh, yeah. in Can- in Chicago. Absolutely. Top of the slate for me. I ha- also have a lot of interest in Urias, who we're going to talk about in the next game. But then it's like, I mean, it is a pretty big drop-off after that, in my opinion. So it's really, like I said, kind of a, a minute ago, like it's narrowing down Suarez, Gallon, Heaney, Webb. Um I think that's where it just kind of like in my head, it's interesting, like how I want to narrow those guys down. And I think, and I mean, obviously I, I dig into stuff a lot more in the morning um, when I'm doing my premium stuff, but I mean, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Will because the velocity scares me a little bit for Zach Allen, but on the other side, like he's a very, very talented pitcher. Um, and Milwaukee has good hitters up and down. They walk a lot. So, like, I'm just on the fence. I don't know what to do yet with Zach Gollin. Um, laying out laying out the stats for Zach Gollin, 26% Ks last year, 3.9 XFIP since the start of last year. Milwaukee hitters, this lineup, the projected lineup is a 160 ISO, 318 Woba, 11% walk rate, and a 23% K rate against righties. So uh, just throwing those out there, that's what we're looking at. I'm on the fence. I like the price on DraftKings. Um, I'm on the fence. Let's talk bats. Any interest here in Milwaukee? Um, no, I don't, I don't want to pick on Zach today. I mean, if the velocity continues to be an issue for Zach Gollin, I could see maybe like a, a stack working here. If the roof is open and we're worried about the velocity, I definitely don't mind getting like Adamas, Tellis, Mitchell, Contreras type of stack. Um, yeah. I don't know if it'd be a full five, man. It'd probably be like a, a secondary type of stack or like a four, four type of stack. And then on the Arizona side, I mean, I have some interest in like just the way that they're running and like they're committed to running. It seems like to start the season. So I have mm-hmm. some interest here. It's just, I mean, I, I have a lot of interest in Walker for sure. Um, then it kind of just drops off after like Longoria and Marte. What are your thoughts here on the Arizona bets? Yeah, so Arizona is a team, I think, this season, Stevie, that we will probably get in some pretty plus spots. Uh, but because we don't, I don't think they're going to be a great team overall, their prices are going to stay down. So uh, I, I like Milwaukee here. Definitely think you can get some exposure to a lot of these guys. Um, I mean, Arizona, excuse me. Definitely think you can get some exposure to a lot of these guys. And uh, Keita Marte, 4,300, definitely at the top of my list. Yeah, I mean, him and Walker are in a good spot for yeah. sure. All right, finishing up, we got the Dodgers and the Giants. Seven and a half total in this game. Dodgers, a 142 favorite. Uh, Urias against Webb. I keep, I, I've been hinting at it pretty much the whole podcast, Will. Um, I have interest in Urias. He's off to a really strong start. This is a 25% K rate, guys, since the start of the last season. Really good command, doesn't tend to walk people. Upside, I think, is getting closer. I think his ceiling is still kind of capped because of how the Dodgers approach like pitch counts and stuff to start the year. But I mean, the Giants lineup, like the if they roll out a, a similar lineup to what they did against Bubich on Sunday, like this is a very beatable lineup for Urias. Um, what are your thoughts on him here? Yeah, I like him a ton. He was definitely the next guy on my list. Um I, I think I have Scherzer ahead of him slightly, but that's more on his strikeout stuff historically and not where, where we're at this season. But Urias is big time on my list, a strong three with no 3B. Yeah, I think, like, I feel comfortable saying that I will end up on more Castillo and Urias than Scherzer today. I feel comfortable in saying that. I right get now. it. Yeah, I get it. I'm going to have more Castillo than any of them for what it's worth. Yeah, I like Castillo is my top arm today. I'm with you on that 100%. All right, let's go to the other side of this game. Logan Webb. Um, what are your thoughts here on Logan Webb? He's, I mean, this is a, a really fair price tag. I know the matchup's tough, but it's a really fair price tag. 
Any interest here in Logan Webb? Uh, at 7,400, I don't hate it. I take a couple shots just because he does have the upside. Um, I mean, we saw what he did opening day against the Yankees, which, you know, you can call it a fluke or not a fluke, but, you know, he, he'll pick up more strikeouts as he gets rolling here. So I, I like him a lot. Yeah, again, like the Dodgers are not that same lineup. They're still like it's still a really solid lineup. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, it's not the best. Like it's still a really solid lineup. Like Betts, Freeman, JD, Muncie, good lineup. Not great, good. He's another guy. Like I mean, so my main tournament lineup. Just looking at like pricing and stuff, will like my first initial thoughts on like my main tournament lineup today is likely going to be Castillo and Urias. I think I'm just going to pay up for both of these guys, get my pitchers that I like, and then we have so much value. Like, the Arizona bats are cheap. Like, there's so much value on this slate. Like, St. Louis is too cheap for cores. I mean, this guy, this is the third time he's muted his mic today and not remembered that he muted it. Um... (laughs) Listen, I'm with you, man. Uh... (laughs) Um... So I almost I almost uh, want to I, I never forget this I almost want DK live final seat by going double barrel so so and and I'll be I'll be dating my DFS career when I say this but it's okay it was Bumgarner and Kershaw Stevie and both of them put up a, around forty fantasy points that night so I want you I, I want listen yeah. I, I I want you to think about this Bumgarner and Kershaw at the time were like. D top arms. Was that 12 Crazy. years ago? It's been a long time for Bumgarner. <laughs> <It's so laughs> All crazy. right. Let's talk about some bats here. Um, any interest in the Dodgers against Webb? Uh so the thing is, I don't I don't want to I think I'll I'll call it let's call it pick and pop. Um oh man, that might be a good good segment. Pick and pop. Uh I, I don't mind Freddie and I you know I don't mind guys that have some power going to hit some home runs or that could hit some home runs. But I'm not stacking the Dodgers today at all. I want the fly ball guys. Webb's a ground ball pitcher, so I think you you obviously want to target the fly ball guys so you generate more line drives. Betts, Muncy, uh, Smith, and those are the three of the most expensive guys. So um, I think it's really going to be tough to stack the Dodgers today because of pricing. But I also feel like they're going to be pretty low owned. So like those would be the three man. That'd be the, the three man. Um, and I never have an int- issue playing like Freddie Freeman. Um, and then the San Francisco man, I I don't mm-hmm. like the Giants today, man. I really don't. Like, I I don't even like Vol- VR. Maybe man, he has these numbers. These numbers. Shannon get- Sharp, Jeff, him sitting there in the chair saying no, no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing it. Not today. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I probably don't get to any Giants today. If they beat me, they beat me. I move on. Yeah. All right. Let's play the morning grind game. If you're hanging out on YouTube, feel free to play along with us. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. We have some options today. Who do you got? Yeah, I think I'm going with Zach Gallon. Like I'm going to stick with him here. Seventy-one hundred. I, let's see if he can turn it around in this start. I am going to take. I uh, I think I'm going to take Suarez. I'm not a fan of that Washington lineup, man. I'm really not. Un or over eight K to score under fifteen. Who is your bust today? This one's tougher. Man, listen, I, I'm going with you, Darvish, eighty four hundred. Oh, Will's so nice. He's such a good co-host. He, he's like, I'm going to give you the layup, Stevie. Um, I'm going to take Marquez. <laughs> for yep. what it's worth, for what it's worth, I really like the top three guys. <laughs> that I don't <laughs> like I don't like Marquez and and um, Darvish at all today. At all. Yeah. So, very easy to narrow down the top end pitchers on this slate, in my opinion. Uh, give me a guy over 4K to hit a home run not in course today. Well... Uh, look, man, I, I don't want to go with the uh, the obvious guys, but I, I'm I'm going to go with the obvious guys, and I talked about it. Matt Olson, man, he's got good looking numbers today. Uh, sign me up for Olson against Ashcraft. 
I like it. I am going to go. Okay. So, I mean, I talked about how much I just absolutely love this slate today or this team on this slate today. I don't want to take Trout, even though I love Trout today. I'm going to take Hunter Renfro. Really like this spot for him against Corbin. Um, if you're into like home run props, he probably gets a better number than Trout does anyway. So give me Hunter Renfro today for home run. Yep. Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got? Well, we're close, Steve, because Anthony Rendon is 3,900. Yeah, and he, he was, was on coming. my he was on my two hits list. Yep, taking Rendon today, and he should get two. Like he's a good good hitter. I, I like Anthony Rendon. Um, yeah, I like that pick a lot. I'm going to go AJ Pollock again. Like I really like the angels and the Mariners today. They're like two of the guys that I I'm really a huge fan of on this slate. All right. Give me a stack. Six or more runs. Who do you got? Uh, so I'm going to avoid your stack. I'm going to avoid cores. We well, can't pick cores. You know, the rules, right, 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 right. That, that leaves me with my beloved Atlanta Braves and I'm going to avoid them too. I'm going very contrarian today. Give me the Mets against you, Darvish. I, I I don't think he's right. Mets tee off on. I mean, that is that is very interesting. Um, listen, everyone knows I love the Angels today. I love this spot for them. I'm very very heavy on them. I'm going to be very heavy on them. I like them a lot today. All right, well, always always a pleasure, man. I love one of my one of my favorite things to start the week is knowing that I get to hang out with my buddy chief on sunday nights breaking down monday slates i do it on purpose um this is one of my favorite shows every single week i like all my all my co-hosts but will good friend of mine appreciate you hanging out youtube thanks for hanging out if you're listening on podcast forums subscribe to the youtube page come hang out with us we're hanging out we're having good conversations we're playing the morning grind game we will be back tomorrow talking some more baseball good luck everyone we will see you then